Welcome to the Cinephile Hits of It podcast, brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network and sponsored by Film Obsessive. This is the tirade film movie debate hosted by two film critics, cool dads and struggling teachers. I'm Don Shanahan. And I'm actually not a struggling teacher. I just have been pretending to be one for the last four years because I'm preparing for a role, a method acting. That, that's deep. Deep to put four years into it. It's like you went I'm out really in the woods committed. and learned how to, you know, build your own musket and last the Mohicans and shit. Gosh, man, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, I'm Day. really, really, uh, really into this role. So, man, well, I mean, I, I kind of wish you would have did some homework on being a podcast co-host. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, along the same lines, so I I fake it till I make it as one of these, and I fake it till I make it as a movie critic and a dad and a teacher. But ladies and gentlemen, we're definitely glad to have you folks. This is all for tantrum sick. We're shared passions and high fives. Watch any place for hate. No matter what, we encourage you all to love what you love. But for now, the gloves are off and the hits if it is on. I think our gloves are off to punch people other than each other here because this week we've got a special show for you. Um, it's kind of been a topic uh, bouncing around both of our heads, kind of been a um, kind of a, um, something sticking in our teeth a little bit about where and it comes up all the time when we when we talk about this show, you bring up the Olivier quote. And I feel like this is the just act dear boy is the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah. um, how do we get here? Will? I don't know, man. We're, like we, we seem to talk about it off air all the time because yeah we talk well you know and sometimes you will bring it up on air too i what was that thing you said um you know uh, daniel day lewis or daniel day lewis I, could play this but he can't play that like that's something i do i do um i have this like so celebrity death mash where I'm, I'm i'm mills lane you know where um it's um it's ddl versus tom hanks and could one or the other play each other's role and more often than not I find that the the god that is Daniel Day Lewis can't, whereas Tom Hanks can. And yeah, how is that, and why is that? Because I feel like there's a natural, effortless acting that's possible from one actor, not the other, and this, the the uh, the chops for comedy, which is a lost art, in my opinion. You know, it's funny because you mentioned that I was kind of just going through a list. Uh, we kind of forget Tom Hanks did have kind of a methody performance with Castaway, but we don't. Mm think about it because when we're watching it we're not thinking about yeah oh yeah he went method we're thinking about the great performance i i think mm -hmm. I agree. yeah I, I the reason why i've never been a huge daniel day lewis fan is because i'm always kind of reminded of in an ironic way it just reminds me that he's acting because i agree he's so uh invested in being natural that it all seems kind of unnatural to me uh, i agree be because i'm just like oh yeah that's when he uh did that thing for six months so you could believe he was this it's like okay just just act man uh, you know and yeah. it, it's it's a weird it's it's a weird thing with movies because you really can't method act unless mm. you're like a star i mean I, getting away with it now, yeah, because this you would get labeled as a diva, like a guy well, who can't not, get out of his own way. But not only that, but you can't afford it. If you're like a, if you're a, a ham and egger, like you can't be like, yeah. oh hey, I'm gonna go live under a bridge for six months so I can, yeah, you know, pretend I'm homeless on screen, because uh, otherwise then you will be homeless because you can't get a job. Like usually these right. people that can method act, it's because the Christian Bales of the world's. Leonardo DiCaprio's, the mm -hmm. Daniel Day Lewis, it's because they got thirty million dollars in their back pocket. Right. They can take a break and, and figure this stuff out. Now, 
And then you compare that to current Oscar nominee and likely winner Paul Giamatti, who's willing to paint himself blue in a Freddie Munoz movie at the same time as he's willing to do Alexander Payne films. So you need, you're right, ham and egg, you got to put food in the table. Exactly. So it's, it's that I think it comes from a place of, well, can I say that it's brave, I guess, because you, yeah. you are doing something? But at that's the same a, time, a, it's 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 not because you have mm-hmm. the backup. Like you know, if you're yeah. if you're uh, Robert De Niro and you're you're gaining all this weight, you know, to be Jake mm-hmm. Lamada, you know, uh, a you don't have to worry about not getting another job because you're Robert De Niro. B, right. you don't have to worry about losing the weight because you can hire a personal trainer to get you back into shape. Uh, something that Russell Crowe, I guess, never did. Uh, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, like it's, it's just, you have, you don't really have the risks are lower, Yeah, you know? Um, and so I like, think, yeah, you know what I mean? That, well, the word brave, um, I had a, maybe about a year or two ago, that word came across the desk of, um, or came across film Twitter where the, I also think maybe we'll get to this as this goes here, but like, there's a separation, I think with that word brave and even just kind of this natural versus method stuff with women and men, where when we call a woman's performance brave, why, uh, when we're, when people do that and when the, when the critics bring that cliche word out or bring that overused word out, what are they really complimenting? Are they complimenting that they took their top off? Are they complimenting that they gave a shit and showed emotion in a movie versus not taking any shit from a man? Like, is it the quote unquote t-shirt wearing strong female character or because they are willing to go dirty or look ugly versus glamorous? Like, like more often than not, when describing female act performances, brave is like that. Oh, is the bless your heart cop out word when, when it should be no man, you're look at you, you're brave to do it. We're versus when a man does it, when we're like, oh, wow, that's such a brave performance to gain all that weight and, you know, mm-hmm. go method or put it, put fake teeth in or something like, is it really that brave? And, or is it, can you say that better than brave? Can it be committed? Can it be rehearsed? Can it be trained? Can it be exact? Can it be practiced? Like what word can be better than just quote unquote brave? Well, yeah, I guess what I meant is I, yeah. I brave. I, I can't think of another word, but like what I, I that's mean, not brave, a product I can't either. You know, it's, yeah, I, I get why people like, default to there, you know, I just mean like when you're willing to, you know, I don't know, you know, not eat or, or eat yeah. too much or, or live another way, uh, you know, that's different from your usual lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's one thing. But yeah, I don't know if that's brave. It, it is is dedication for sure. And right. on one level, I appreciate that. But then it's like kind of like you said, there's like, yeah, sure, Tom Hanks did that in Castaway. But for the most part, Tom Hanks just kind of acts. And you, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like he can play other things. And, and there's a lot of actors out there that do exceptional jobs that literally just punch in and out and are like right. live their natural lives. So it it kind of makes me wonder like, is it really worth it? I, some people love the method acting thing. Um, and I get, I don't what, <laughs> so. No, And the results, the results that come from it are clear. Like you, those actors that go there in order to do a big, great thing, normally find, normally get what they find. They, they create and get and find a great big thing. I, I go straight mm-hmm. to Brando. I go straight to the, the actor studio Stanislav people where when Brando, you know, 
goes for so hard for the emotion it, to the point where they're calling an ambulance to check on him when he's doing, you know, streetcar named desire. And, and, the, and the stories that are there about like, man, wow, you're Brando. Wow. How'd you, how'd you get to that place at the same time that he fucking takes a cigar break and needs cue cards. Like, like right. it, it's, yeah, he, he he you could turn it on when you need to turn it on and which shows that you have immense talent. But um yeah, I just it, it, is it always that necessary when we go I we always say this on the show. We we go back to your Lawrence of the Vieta Dustin Hoffman quote. So just just act like do you need to well, go that hard? I get that the results you Oscars are won by the craziness of going well way for it, but ah, I don't know. It's I mean, it's, it's overtuned too. There's some things I'm willing to accept. Uh, like I'm just reading right now. There's there's an article on Collider talking about the most extreme method acting stuff. Oh boy! Uh-huh. Now here, here's some things that I'm okay with. Uh, I'll give you some. And some of this isn't on the Collider article. This is uh, some of this is I just remember. But like I remember like uh, for Miami Vice, like mm. um, Jamie Fox and Colin Farrell, like they went in on a couple of like international drug busts with like cops, yeah, right? Like they, some cops. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, sure. They went in there and did that. I, I know that Gene Hackman did that. Like him mm-hmm. and Roy Scheider did that for the French connection. They actually, that's went right. In. I think they went in and actually like arrested somebody. Uh, <laughs> Al Pacino's known for, you know, doing stuff mm-hmm. like that. The, the most extreme thing I read on that Collider article that I'm actually okay with is they say Hillary Swank. Her boys don't cry. Spent a month yeah. preparing for audition by living as a man, cutting her hair, binding her breasts, and sticking mm-hmm. socks down the front of her jeans. Yeah. Um, it says she was so convincing, longtime neighbors believe Swank had invited either her brother or cousin to move in for the summer. That uh I I'm okay with that because it yeah. is it, it is indeed a female pretending to be a male, and you do I do feel like uh, especially with that story of boys don't cry, having reactions to who is a woman, who is a man, uh, you, you kind of want to live that experience a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when you, I when I think it's like mostly the weight stuff is the stuff that bothers yeah. me. Like when when people are like, oh hey, uh, I need to be so thin, like Matt Damon mm-hmm. in Courage Under Fire or uh, Christian Bale in The Machinist. Where it's yeah. just like, oh, I'm almost, I could die any second now. It's like at that point, it's like, or you have Heath Ledger who did die, mm-hmm. you know, kind of method acting. It's like, well, is it, is it, really is it worth, worth it? it? Like, I mean, sure, everybody loves Heath Ledger as the Joker, but guess who probably doesn't? The kids and wife he left behind because he died. That's right. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of a mixed mm-hmm. bag there in terms of the success. Um, but are there any, like, I mean, what's your limit for you? Like, what do you think is the, Oh man. Um, you, the weight thing is the weight body. Cause like it's getting weird. That's the, I think that's where my limit. Well, I'll say it in this way. That's saying it another way where personally, and you've heard me do this with canceling people and all the other things we do. Like I'm there for the movies where in a way I have no limit. I will watch you do whatever you want to do. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do whatever you want to do. Um, but it's weird because like boundaries and fences have gone up where a whole lot of other people who do what I do and do what you do, um, 
really, really have like a limit where they're they're quote unquote taken out of the movie or they're offended by this or that that Bradley Cooper would dare put a nose prosthetic on to play a Jewish person or that Helen Mirren would. Funny thing is, both movies are nominated for best makeup this year. Um, it's like or the weight thing, like how dare Gwyneth Paltrow pretend to be a fat woman in Shallow Hal and and just there's I I don't care. Um, I'm sure give me a good performance no matter what you have to use to make it, and I'm I'm there for it. Um, now do it at some point, can you watch set performance and go, wow, you, you kind of overdid it. Um, you could kind of see that coming, whether it's a weight thing, a prosthetic thing, or it's like you said, the Christian Bale stuff where, or you, where you're just like, all right, I get it. You're thin, you know, you, <laughs> illusion granted, buddy, you tone it down a bit. Um, you know. I, it's limits a strong word there. Um, well, no, I just, I, mean, I don't like, have one, where, you know, where do you No, I, I, did, I guess like what I meant was like, I'm okay with. You know, Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx, you know, uh, well, research doing a drug bus for one day. Yeah, I'll call I'm, that the bare minimum. Because okay I've seen with, lazy things in other places, too. So Yeah, I'm okay with Jamie Foxx. Like, he drove a cab one night for collateral. Like, like yeah. to prepare. Like, I'm okay with that. I, I The most extreme I'll go is the Hillary Swank. But, like, mm-hmm. once you're getting to stuff, like, I was reading on this collateral article, like, you know, like, like uh, to get a to get a reaction out of somebody to get a uh, reaction out of Meryl Streep, Dustin Hoffman like slapped, you know yeah. Meryl Streep before like, the cameras rolled. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. what the hell's going on? Or um, we've seen. Um, I know that uh, directors do it too. That's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know that. What's I know the environment that, that this is happening in? Yeah, I know that William Friedkin did it a lot. He would try to to really scare like Linda Blair, the Exorcist. Like he would. Mm-hmm tell her awful things or do awful things and yeah and you can even see like uh you know uh people shoot i think i don't know if it was hitchcock or also Friedkin that like shot the gun off before the take so everyone could be freaked out and oh yeah just stuff like that where it's kind of like uh you know i think that's the thing um i think we've there's been maybe the directors are the people who perpetrate this and allow it to happen like if you're a good director and you have a vision and you've got a good script and all the pieces of parts you've arranged to get in place and your actors coming in here, you know, with their swagger, with their star power and, and trying to overdo something. Hey, director, it's you to be like, hey, turn it, turn it the fuck down or or turn it up because you're not prepared and you're not ready. So I think I think the people who unfortunately let this happen more often than we're willing to admit are indeed those directors who have created these. They want it harder than even the actors do. Um, and therefore, actors think they need to raise their game and go to extremes to impress their said directors. Because um, we see this most often with the Heath Ledgers, the, the younger actors trying to break in. Like, what can I do to separate myself? What can I do to stand apart and, and, and really show out versus the stars who don't have to anymore? Um, and that's where we see the young actors that, that just, we see the River Phoenixes. We see the Joaquin Phoenixes. We see people who just go hard young Robert Downey Jr. We see people who who go hard when they maybe don't have to, but they feel they must in order to compete against either themselves or director expectations where I do put some of this blame on, I will put some of this blame on directors who have made this quote unquote workplace where too much is allowed. Rain them in, you know? Well, uh, and what are your thoughts? We'll, we'll go in a uh-huh. little bit of a different direction here. Um, okay with with the method i mean this i don't know if this would be method acting but like what do you think about actors including big stars doing their own stunts what do you think about that? that's just fun i mean 
hey, this is still fantasy fulfillment. This is still a fun job to go out and pretend. This is still this is playing in your backyard, only on a bigger scale with millions of dollars. Where if you if you can and you want to do it and you can do it safely and, and make an effective performance out of it, hey, go have fun. You know, um, I'm not like I it's you won't get me going, hey, you shouldn't do that, you know? And and that goes for do your own whatever. Like if you're doing your own love scenes or you're doing your own nudity like if you're unafraid to kind of yeah i remember um this is a benign version of this but like um jack nicholson you know uh when jack nicholson had like his like open gown and something's got to give and he's walking down the you know on 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 uh, he's hopped up on weird little hospital drugs and he he's got his ass hanging out of his 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 hospital gown um that's jack nicholson kind of putting his ass out there at 70 whatever years old good for him you know like he yeah. could have He's he's willing to make the, himself the butt of the jokes and, and all that. And same movie, Diane Keaton goes topless for sil- silliness to say, but at the same time, somebody else would call that brave. So, um, yeah, if you're now, are you, who who's doing that? The the actors who want to have fun and, and kind of take it that far, or is it directors who are pushing and saying, "Hey, I got I need this from you, and it needs to be extreme"? Because by the time you, the other version that is something like irreplaceable, or is it? Yeah, it's irreplaceable with uh um oh who's our french married couple um oceans 11 oceans 12 and then um our bond girl um oh my gosh from elena I, why is this slip in my mind the, the famous rape scene that goes hard oh you know? Ma, uh, marina or um you know what i'm talking about um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah melina was yeah. the movie she was in <laughs> um, yeah Monica Bellucci. Was, Monica Bellucci, and then it's um our guy our villain from our oceans 12 french actor um yeah, no, not Vincent Gallo. Vincent, um, because that's the guy doing brown body. That's the guy getting blown by. Chloe no, Sidney. not Vincent. Sorry, Vincent Cassell. Sorry. Vincent Cassell. But wow. they, I mean, like they people push back hard against that scene. Like, right. why would you ever want to do that? Why would you ever want to depict that? Why would you ever put right. yourself through that? Actress one and actor actor one, and and you hear from those two going, we may, you know. We're acting, you know, like it, it, we're doing a good job if we've convinced you that it's, you know, this, that are painful. And because right. those two are off the set, I think they're an item. So, like, it wasn't that kind of thing. And it wasn't to abuse each other. It was to bring out the best or depict what they can do the best. And mm-hmm. and so where's that line? You know, I mean, it's it's tough to ramble and find that limit. Well, Whereas I, I mean, don't. I, that's kind of where I'm like, I I don't like. Uh, I'll accept your extreme. I'll accept your extreme things. Let's see how does it serve the movie. It's kind of where I guess where I default it all back to. Well, I mean to go back to the to the stunts thing. I, I think most of that is just uh, um, that's ego. Them wanting to do it and brag about it <laughs> more oh, than anything and, else. And you know what? If you got that cool job, fucking brag about it. You know, I uh, I don't blame Tom Cruise a bit. You you want to do all that? Go have fun, man. Uh, but once again, probably a star power thing too. Um, you know, if if Tom Cruise yeah. comes up to you and says, "Hey, I'm doing my own stunts on this," I mean, what are you going to do? He's probably he's probably uh, at this point, you know, funding the picture and he is he's getting he's, you in he's the lead seat. producer on all that. Yeah, but you know, if you're, uh, I don't know, uh, it's Bradley Cooper. I'm pretty sure if yeah. someone, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to jump from this cable car to another cable car in San Francisco," they're really like, yeah. eh, I don't think so. Right, uh, so that that might be a star thing too. Well, uh, I mean, that's Tom putting his money where his mouth is because he is indeed a producer. You know, he's he's willing right. to do all that and make it look good. So, and he's he's got the star power to bring. He does. Yeah, seats. he can pull it off. Um, 
Interesting. Well, I, I like what you brought up about the about the nudity too, because mm-hmm. um, I mean, for the longest time, that was just expected of female actresses, and now it's yeah, it's, uh, very much a very much a choice because there's a lot it of is, actresses yeah. out there that are like, hey, I'm not going to do this, you know, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. uh, that can and that's be the thing, brave it, in its own way, you know, because. There's a lot of pressure for women to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and if the movie doesn't need it, and you can story tell around that and act around that, where you don't need to do something that would make your actress uncomfortable, don't. Because um, right. we've heard there's horror stories now, like Sharon Stone's, you know, recollections of, of her times doing sure. many nude scenes for a lot many years, where not all of that was quite on the up and up. It turns out, um, where she was afraid to speak up and say something because it was still, even though she's mm. kind of the lead of some of these movies, like it still was a, a place for her. It still was a, right. a an empowering thing for her at the same time, but it, it still advantages were taken. And, and that's, that's a bummer to hear, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, if you had to choose though, okay. Um, because you and I, are, I guess we're on the record of not really loving method acting performances, but I, yeah, if you had to choose one that you think was worth all that effort, like what would you pick? Oh man, best method performance. Um, oh, that's a good question. Uh, my default says De Niro. Fine, fine. What is De Niro's? What Raging Bull? No, I mean, yeah, that's that's because I'll put Raging Bull ahead of Taxi Driver because that's yeah. You hear, the stories from that set get a little get a little wacky, whereas for Raging Bull. It is. It is star power. It is depict depict something special. Tell a legend. That's that's up there. Um, I think another method performance that I think is worth it. Um, um, maybe. Well, here there's the uh, there's also this difference between trained and method because I will. I mean, I'll go to bat and say Denzel Washington is the best actor of our generation ahead of DDL, ahead of Tom Hanks. And I think he is as calculated and as trained and as professional as they come. And yet, you know, you get a Malcolm X performance or you get a training day performance where we may think of what he, I I think he's so good at what he does that he probably makes that list of someone who makes it look natural and effortless. Whereas I guarantee that man calculates everything and gets to that place. Um, and does so without being an asshole, being a method guy. So in that, in in a trained, put on a persona and go to the nth degree on my list is something he would do. So like it would be Alonzo Harris in in training day. Like that's just, you know, um, but if there's a, if there's a bail one, um, is he going method in that though? I, that's, that's where I'm trying to separate trained versus method. Like, cause like, the untrained actors that kind of come up as models or come up as other people or influencers, like nowadays we don't have a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the, the legit trained stars are gone. Um, where, mm-hmm. but you have people like Robin Williams. That's a Juilliard trained actor, Christopher Reeve, Juilliard yeah. trained actor, um, Val Kilmer, Juilliard trained actor. Like there are some people who, pers- like, who kind of look method. Cause we hear about like Val Kilmer's story of making Jim Morrison in the doors. Like mm-hmm. he went out there for some shit, but at the same time, didn't do it method. So there's, I guess, two schools of thought there you have to put in, into play. But if we're doing the method thing, it's, I'm going to put stuff De Niro does ahead of Brando. What about you? And then after this, we'll take a break before we transition ideas here. Um, I mean, I, I kind of, 
I mean, Pacino one. Pacino. I mean, Pacino did a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, in his earlier career, but like, yeah. And this is and this is an example I'll bring up. Like, okay. I don't remember. I mean, one of my favorite Al Pacino roles is, is Tony D'Amato, the head coach of the Miami oh, yeah. Sharks in any given Sunday. Like, I don't recall him ever like, you know, he wasn't like traveling with mm. the team for six no. months and on the sidelines. Like, he just acted. Yeah. He um, just acted. I agree. My, my ultimate one, and I'm kind, I'm, I'm going to answer the question. I promise. But my ultimate okay. one that I always use is William Fickner in Contact. I still think that son of a bitch is blind because of how good he was <laughs> yeah. as a blind person. But and I can't. But I that's, tried. To, that's that's training more than method, right? But that's what I'm saying. Is I tried to yeah. find like I tried to find any stories of behind the scenes stuff about what mm-hmm. he did to like pretend to be a blind person. I can't find I anything. He just showed no. He just showed he, just up. he was that damn good. Like, yeah, I right. agree. So so I agree on the training thing. Um, yeah, because that's the I, thing. I guess, a guy like Figner is your Ham and Eggers we've been talking about, and we'll, and we'll get to this where character actors do this because they have to. They have to be they they have to be chameleons every chance they get and play everything. And you do that enough with enough practice, you really can play everything. And Fickner's one of those guys. Yeah. So I mean, whenever I think of someone method acting, I'm just I just think of Fickner just being a mm. blind guy and then moving on <laughs> with his life. You know what I mean? Like okay. um in terms of best, I mean, it's tough for yeah. me. I I really think I think Christian Bale in Vice is one of, of my thing. favorite method yeah. things. Because he is completely unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one of the few, like when I watch like the machine, not that I watch it a lot because it's, you know, not exactly the most pleasant (laughs) film. Or when I watch, um, what's the other one he did? Is Uh, it the fighter where he won his Oscar? Fighter. Like, yeah, I I get that same feeling I get with DDL, which is like, okay, he's acting. Um, Yeah. 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 Some of, some of his, lesser known roles where you could tell he did a lot of research and he's so intense, like harsh times when he was playing a PTSD good one. Good one. Uh, veteran um, and, and vice where I think mm-hmm. he's playing a very specific character. Um, it's, it's convincing enough for me that I'm not seeing the, act, the acting part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even for me, like stuff like raging bull, um, I just can't, get into it as much as other people can mm-hmm. because because I'm just seeing too much acting. I'm just seeing, I agree. I don't know. It's it's tough. So in terms of method acting performances, I guess I'll go with Bale. I'll, I'll insert a Vice, new I guess. Yeah. I'll insert a new contender. Okay. James Dean Rebel that I cost. Um, you know, because that that's that's method, that's Stanislav, that's showing up on set with an edge and having that edge all the time. Yeah, uh, and I also see that Dean, as a Marlon Brando yeah. That, he's Emily Brando, but that's. I'm not going to say wannabe yeah. because he was his oh, own no, he, thing. Um, ah, but it started as the wannabe, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know if I love that either because that that is from that Brando school mm-hmm. of like I'm going to like live this life. I, yeah. I don't know. I I'm not a huge James Dean fan because of that. I think it's. A I got little, you. It's a little silly. I just find mm-hmm. if you're gonna die making a movie. Um, yep. I find that silly. And I think like I whenever you disrupt your life enough that you have to change it uh, so much so that you could either die or your life is like, like, like maybe, maybe Val Kilmer didn't completely method act with the doors, but mm-hmm. he even admits in his own drugs. documentary. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, 
he admits in his own documentary he was so obsessed mm-hmm. with Jim Morrison that his wife at the time was just like, "You have to stop listening to Jim Morrison records. Like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sick of it. I can't stand it anymore. Like, all you do is talk about him and listen to him. So maybe he's not pretending he's Jim Morrison, but he I certainly agree. is researching too much to the point that he's disrupting his life. Like to me, it's like you know, one of the famous stories is Daniel Day Lewis, you know, only hunted or only ate I, what yeah. he hunted during last week. I'm like, come on, dude, no offense. Yeah. I'm going to subway every now and then. Like, uh-huh. I'm not going to go hunt a squirrel. And if I can't catch anything, I'm not eating. That's just stupid. Right. It's just a movie. Like, yeah, you just, it's just chill. Yeah. Just learn how to hold the musket. You don't have to use it that bad. You know? Yeah. I, I, agree, I was, I, re- I was reading some other stuff. Like even, even actors I respect and are not natural, not usually method actors. Uh-huh. Like I, I was just reading about Hillary Swank in the same article about mm-hmm. the boys don't cry that she actually trained so hard and lost so much weight and gained so much muscle for million dollar baby that at one mm-hmm. point she, I guess she popped some kind of blister on her foot and it actually turned into a staph infection, but she didn't Damn. notice because she was working so much. Mm-hmm, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, or like uh, I also read that article, like Natalie Portman, I guess trained like 16 hours a day for months for black Swan. It's just kind of like, I agree. All yeah. right. I mean, it's like, come on now, like, like turn it down once, a notch. Yeah. Once you start like interfering with your normal life, like that's Agreed. when I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's a little but, much for me. But again, look at like both won Oscars for those spots. Like, you know, that that's where well, they're rewarded for the overcommitment. Well, that's that's the where, thing. but we're, is it, we're feeding the monsters, audiences or critics or award givers and directors. Right, that's what and, I'm saying is it's, yeah, more, it's hard. I, I think it's less, um, I think it's less like it's worth it. It's more that we're rewarding it. Like we're enabling yeah, that's it because we, that's yep. We sure are. Cause you always see, especially with the Oscars, like usually an actor will get oh, you can do the, all, you can some, do the 10, you can do the 10 nominees this year. And you'll I bet half of them are dialed in overcommitted on, on an edge. Well, let's see. I mean, I'm going to look at like, let you real quick too. So, um let's look at the actors so we have yeah. five here paul giamatti i mean he's i wouldn't call that paul method giamatti. i wouldn't call that method bradley cooper was definitely method that's going to let, the nth degree yeah he wouldn't let anyone sit down during you know mm-hmm. fucking things i haven't seen the coleman domingo film Silly i have Murphy, um, I, i've seen domingo and that's him makeup's doing some work there but coleman yeah. coleman's a natural actor who can put a speech on theatrically trained so not method Right, Killian. I guess he didn't. He like smoke a lot and lost a lot of weight. And I think that's method as fuck. (laughs) He stayed away from people and like Jeffrey Wright, whatever classic actor. Loose as a goose. No, I mean that's you've seen the movie, so yeah. Um, Uh, Lead actress Annette Bening. Well, see Annette Bening. She's an old school actress. No, she's an old school though. Yeah, but no method from that. Like no, 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 no. Like, um, she put her, I mean, she improved her body to be a 65 year old legitimate swimmer, you know, right, but, um, right. but isn't, you know, she still wore a wetsuit and took time off and be in between sets and went home at the end of the night. Lily Gladstone's a tricky one because, you know, she's Kelly Reichert. She's a classic actress, you know, or, or an indie actress where there's a vibe there with her, um, and a vibe of, uh, uh, you know, always on. That's a tough one. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like I didn't feel like she was acting. I felt like she was yeah. the character, even though she wasn't given much to do with that. No, I've seen the Anatomy of Fall, where Sandra um, Huller 
she's that's that's yeah you I hate to that's do this training. with America versus European but that's she's just a classic trained actor who yeah, can act this is training, this is training. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan trained yep and um, Am- I feel like Emma Stone's Emma Stone is completely acting but that's on a stratosphere of a different thing with poor things well I got a I got a question for you but when what she walks if, off the set she's not still speaking <laughs> speaking like simple jack you right, know right well, here's a, here's a good one for you. What about we talked about directors fostering it? Um, yeah. Ooh. What do good you question think here. about one of my favorite Hollywood stories? And I and I I remember it being so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw I saw the actors themselves on David Letterman. Um, okay. Being interviewed, it was for Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Um, Steven Spielberg made Tom Hanks, Edward Burns, Tom Sizemore, the Central Group, yeah, and all the other guys. He he made them go to boot camp for like he sure did, weeks, right? Uh huh. He did not make Matt Damon do it. Uh huh. Intentionally and, so. I've and what happened? Story. What happened was is like the people fucking hated Matt Damon. Yeah. And you could even see it like on talk shows. Like they all had. I think I remember there was a talk show where it was Sizemore, Burns, Hanks, and Damon. Mm-hmm. Damon was sitting like on another chair away from the oh, yeah. spree and like they like just anytime he talked they were like either they would either make fun of him or like mm-hmm. just ignore what he had to say and, and there's actually yeah. a point I still remember this to this day from 98 just watching it live on TV there's a point where Matt Damon goes come on guys give me a break like like mm-hmm. it fostered such apathy towards him which is yeah. what how what do you think about that? Do you think that's um, something? That's, do you think you should trust your actors to just be like, "Hey, I don't like Matt Damon today," and now I'm going to go back to my trailer and yeah. hang out with Matt Damon? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's what, um, what do you think? I, I think that's an edge close to the workplace stuff we're talking about. Where, and it's not the first movie nor the last to put an army character through a boot camp. Dale Dye's whole career is showing up in movies and putting actors through boot camp. Um, Arlie Ermey does the same thing. So, um, yeah. it, 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 it does it create a more authentic soldierly performance? We learn how to hold a gun. Like we see the behind the scenes footage of like Keanu Reeves doing all the, the, the gung fu trickerations he does to like be a legitimate marksman. Uh, that's cool and all. Um, can you, can you act that though and not have to, you know, again, threaten yourself and your your health, and then threaten good people in relationships, or just be professionalism on a set. I don't think I think that's an edge where Stephen probably didn't have to do that. Does it bring people to? You should have you should have teamwork and camaraderie. Well, you're a coach. You should have teamwork and camaraderie sure. at that level without having to, you know, go to training camp, so to speak. You know, and, and well, I mean, we, you, we you have, can have a nice fucking steak dinner and bond. You know, well, we also, <laughs> I don't know if you need to go also, there. You, I meant we mentioned that you mentioned that the coaching, but also as a teacher, like mm-hmm. sometimes you have to, for the benefit of all, like yeah. during coaching, sometimes like if I got one guy yeah. that is yeah. just not taking the practice seriously, like, uh, you know, sometimes you got to punish the whole team because then, oh, yeah. you know, you know that everyone's going to go to that kid later mm-hmm. and be like, why the fuck did you make us yeah. have to run those laps? There's dude, some... Get your shit together. And it, it makes you bond. I get yeah. that. The coach, but... the coach or teacher can put a group in the place of self-policing, you know, right. that's, but that's legit there. Uh-huh. But like, that's yeah, so like on that case level, by case, but like on a, yeah. on a level of like putting these guys through three, you're, not, you're making a hundred million dollar picture, show up and be professional. Yeah, whether you're Tom's, whether you're Tom, Tom, Edward or Matt, you know, like that, I think you could have did it. You know, without that's the, that's the, yeah, that's the tricky part. And and you mentioned like, I mean, did we necessarily care 
in the 80s if Arnold Schwarzenegger shot knew how to shoot a gun in real life like you know what I mean like (laughs) good editing can hide a whole lot of the other yeah and so when did we get to that point where we're kind of like we now we're on Keanu and Tom, you know, where like, right, right. Uh, my action has to look so fucking good, you know? But yeah. Then again, but then again, um, you know, and I brought a lot of Michael Mann because Michael Mann does expect a lot from his actors. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they, on the Heat DVD, they show the boot camp they sent um, De Niro, Kilmer, Sizemore, and mm-hmm. the uh, shooting one, right? Yeah, the shooting one. And they said to this day, like the way Val Kilmer can release yep. a clip and load it is how mm-hmm. they would show like police academies and shit because it yeah. was so good. Like that definitely helps the realism of the scene. Once again, though, I don't know if I'm like, it's not showy enough. Like those are like the yeah. little things. It's not showy enough for me. Unlike a John Wick where he's constantly using those skills. Oh, yeah. Like in Heat, it's 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 a, it's a throwaway half second you know? clip. Yeah. Right. And it's uh it doesn't feel like showy to me. And that's why maybe or, I accept that a little bit more than yeah. Yeah, I don't need Or to other than know. a cop who would notice and go, God damn, Val Kimmer can really do right, that. Right, right. No, see everybody watches that and just goes, Oh, that was cool. Or might yeah, not, yeah. not even notice it because we're so mm-hmm. used to like people in action films dropping clips if they oh, even yeah. empty the clip since they have unlimited yeah. ammo sometimes. But yeah, like I don't mind attention to detail like that. Like, um, yeah, I, aptitude. Like when you when you need to be a boxer in a boxing movie, learn how to fucking box. You know, like there's some things you can't. You're gonna have to get trained to do. Um, right, be a right, soldier right. in D Day, reload a clip in a in a street shooting. There's probably degrees of that 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 come into play. Well, yeah, that's another yeah. thing that drove me nuts about Raging Bull. Um, and I know. I'm not the biggest Scorsese fan in the world, but like Mm -hmm. they spent so much Robert De Niro spends so much time, you know, with the body mass index changes, you know, yeah. but they didn't like decide to like focus some of those specifics about boxing. Like technically I I know, I know it's, it's arty and there's a lot of arty scenes Mm -hmm. in it, but in terms of actual boxing, Raging Bull has some really terrible boxing in it. Yeah, you know, like so, it's weird that well, they focus on one thing but not the other. You know, I don't know. I've seen I've seen this knock on comic movies too, where there's always that meme of what's the homework for a Marvel actor is going and reading the books. We're not really hitting the gym that hard. Just go read some books, and then you look at DC and Ben Affleck needs to be 250 pounds, look like a brick shit house. Henry Cavill needs to be cut like a motherfucking granite stone. Uh, right. Gal Gadot right. needs I mean, where their homework is look good. Whereas Marvel's homework is play good, and that there's yeah, Mar- a different schools yeah. of thought there I too. Mean, you know, playing guys Marvel, look good with their shirt off, but it's not dependent yeah. on that. Yeah, exactly. Whereas it no, is they, on the yeah. other side. Yeah, they do. You um, know, they, they, that, that's true. I was going to say because yeah. Marvel definitely does. Make no, guys still look good. You know, no, no. Shit, I mean, but, uh, Chris has Chris has one good shirtless moment every movie with Evans. That is, and so does Hemsworth. So, no, no, no. But like, but that's not the sole crux of the movie where they need to spend right. Exactly. Yeah. Even on. Paul Rudd got jacked for the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Before I've got a topic switch for you where I want to kind of go, we've kind of buried the method people. I want to talk about who, who are the folks that are natural and effortless. But before we do that, let me take a quick, let us take a quick break and get that read in here. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, please pause for a short announcement from our non-corporate partners and friends. You've seen Twin Peaks all the way through, but all you have are spoiler-free discussions. 
At Blue Rose Task Force Podcast, no information is classified and nothing beats the listening sensation when production history collides with deep theory. Put the coffee on. All right, welcome back. Yeah, I want to ask this. Like, um, and, and these people can still be trained in my eyes because I'm I kind of made a list of um I looked up I did my Google search the way you did with Collider and Ranker where I did uh um most naturalistic and effortless actors. And the fun thing was most of the results were the Robert De Niro's and the Al Pacino's and Leonardo DiCaprio's who are who to me are the ones that overtune and method it up. Versus to me, yeah. um I think there's people and it's it starts from Ham and Agers, but like the people who to me make it look natural and make it look effortless. I go to comedy first. I go to Jim Carrey. Yeah. I go to Jack Black. I, the the best in the business to ever do it, in my opinion, across any genre you want is Robin Williams. He would make drama and comedy yeah. look as effortless as can be, look as natural as can be. And I guarantee you when the camera goes cut, he's doing something else. He's not dwelling and, and putting himself through paces. Like, or he's still trained. He does his homework. He's but he's but he's professional. But that guy made it look easy. Um, and then on the female side, like I I know she's not everyone's favorite, but Jennifer Lawrence. Like when you see her in a talk show, and then you see her in a movie, that's her. You know, she's as she natural can as can both. be. She can do both. She yeah. can do the stuff. She can narrow really... it in. But at yeah. the same time, she's got a loosey goosey edge where, and she'll she'll play that personality and play that pluck. Um, where I don't see a lot of the it girls that do that, or they there's limits there, or it doesn't follow them off screen, so to speak. Um, yeah. If and then on the other side of like who can look natural and interesting while going out there, out there, out there with their parts, kind of like Robin, where he can do anything. It's Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe makes anything look completely convincing from the weirdest fucking thing in the world to the squarest thing in the world. That guy's 110% into it every chance he gets. And and I'm pretty sure he, when the camera goes off, lights a cigarette and busts up like everybody else. That's why I really enjoy... That's why he's probably, if not my favorite actor, one of my favorite actors. Because he's just... Yeah, he's one of those people you can rely on to just be like, okay... He's mm-hmm. he's Willem Dafoe. He's always going to give you a hundred percent. Yeah, um, and can play anything, you know. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I'm see, I'm looking at some articles right now because you kind of caught me unawares with this one. So oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about this one for a second. But yeah, you're you're. Uh, yeah, when I see the stuff like the Leonardo DiCaprio, it's like I don't know if I can. I, I can't call him natural and effortless. Um, uh, he he's putting on a he's acting when I watch I, him do. I putting on a show. I like to see how certain actors. I'll go over some weird comps, like I usually do. Go, weird, go for weird it. choices. But I like to see people that are not thought of as actors and how they perform and how naturally they look with actors. If that makes give me sense. an example. Okay, I'll give you two. Um, one of them is uh, who, who's what's his name? Uh, bada big, bada boom. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice yeah. Clay. Yeah. The way he's able to seamlessly like act with screen Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Like I was always impressed with that. Um, I know this isn't really acting, but one person has always impressed me because they feel like they never have the pressure of anything. And they've actually acted with some heavyweights like fucking Alan Rickman and stuff is Jason Mewes. Jay Mm. from Jay and Silent Bob. Like he, he's playing himself. I get that. But yeah, at the same time, you would think like 
can hang hang anywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, like when he's like in Dogma with Alan Rick, like sharing scenes with Alan Rickman and like actually talking to him in a scene, mm-hmm. you're not like, oh, this is clearly the difference between an actor and someone who has no experience. Like, right? He actually just feels natural. Like he just, he's being himself. Mm-hmm. There's no pressure. He's not trying too hard. He's just doing his yeah. thing. Um, I think the hard part here is yeah. when people say, "Oh, they're playing themselves." That's also become kind of a taboo, or I don't want to say a taboo, but like a, a knock. Like, oh, they play themselves. Denzel plays Denzel every time. Oh, Jack but, Nicholson plays Jack Nicholson. Yeah. So like, awesome. And we've got, but to me, like, when you're that natural or that, when your charisma is that high, yeah. go ahead and, yeah, right. you do you. Um, like, I the list of people like that for me are like Clooney, Robert Downey Jr., even sure. Ryan Reynolds, where, when you're that good, when you're that appealing, just being you, quote unquote, so to speak, why would you need to play anything else? You know, um, I mean, the guy that's probably towards the top of almost everybody's most watched actor list on Letterboxd. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson yeah. can be in a scene with anybody. Yeah. I mean, he and literally the same can act act. with yeah. anybody. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he, sure, he's playing himself a lot of the time, but, you know, you could put him with. Anybody, anybody, animal, alien, doesn't matter. Right. He'll, he'll just be Samuel Jackson and, and bring that gravitas and that I'm just looking through some names here. Like I think of other guys that never let me down and I've never Mm -hmm. once thought they were acting or method or anything like uh, like Josh Brolin to me is someone who Mm -hmm. just kind of is every role homework. that he's in right uh, right does right his homework mm-hmm. um where do you put where do you put brad pitt because the charisma of course <sighs> makes him look smooth as fucking glass but is he trying he really developed. hard in no, the acting? He, he has developed into an amazing actor because i think so too if you look at but i've watched him of, try too hard too, yeah if you know if you look at a lot of his early stuff yeah uh, like California, the devil's own California yeah. uh, with a K, uh, Cool World. Yeah, even, uh, even my Zone. beloved, my beloved Legends of the Fall. He's trying too hard. Yes, uh, <laughs> Interview yeah. with a Vampire. Oh yeah, stuff like exactly. that. Like he is trying a little too hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio has the same problem in a lot of. I agree. Or he hit a certain point, but I think Brad Pitt, another one that can work with anybody. I agree. Like he, uh, he he found something. I don't, you know, I have another comparison too, but okay. um, he found something that really clicked for him. I don't know if it's confidence or, I mean, I it doesn't hurt that he's incredibly good looking, but uh, yep. he, he found some kind of way that he could be funny. He could be mm-hmm. dramatic. He just found the right, he just found the right tuning mm-hmm. for his acting. And now he's just one of those actors you can insert in almost anything and it doesn't feel out of place. He can be in something like he can make a cameo in Deadpool too. Yeah. And it doesn't feel out of place, but Mm -hmm. then at the same year he does tree of life, you know what I mean? Like, or he does Moneyball. Yeah. Completely buy him as a general manager of a baseball team. And also he's a stuntman from the seventies. Like I, he is a great one. Another one that I think developed into that easygoing thing is Hugh Grant. Good one. He's aged like a fine wine. That yeah, that's he, a great one. He has he's another one that you can kind of insert anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. He, like he's in Dungeons and Dragons, and you're thinking, yeah. okay, what's he going to do in this? You know, in this <laughs> he's a, CGI he's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. in Wonka. You know, right? He he yeah. finds a way to fit. He can be in the spy movies. He was excellent in The Gentleman. He's you know, a villain in Paddington. <laughs> right. He and, and he used to be the kind of aw shucks guy. And now oh, he's yeah. kind of he had that, he had that one guy. move, but he's he's broadened. Yep. Yeah. So, he, you know, I think he's he'll another be, one that fits anywhere. I, I guess be, maybe the category he's is gonna grow how up, they fit. Yeah. He's going to grow up and be Michael Caine. Like, he's going to do everything. He's going to be your, your trusty, yeah. amazing, cheeky British guy that you can put well, anywhere. There's, there's Michael Caine. He could be exactly. in Cider House Rules and... Austin Powers gold member at the same Morgan time. Freeman. Um and, or is it, well old old man Morgan Freeman sided with some comedies where yeah, no, you're uh is he see, acting tough. or is he him naturally and, him and Robert Ooh, De Niro one. and Al Pacino yeah. pick some really bad movies. That's right. To the that's point right. where it actually dents their reputation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. I mean, not saying that some of the other people we mentioned haven't been in bad movies, but yeah, like I, like I don't know, like when you're watching like Showtime with Eddie Murphy, like Robert De Niro and Eddie Murphy don't really mix. No, like, it's a paycheck movie for dinner. Or yeah. or yeah, like or if he's in some of this stuff, like I, I'm int- I would be interested to see that movie. It's by that it's a comedian who I guess is on the rise that I've never heard of. I I heard him on one of the Bill Mars podcasts, but he's like the Italian comedian. He did that movie with De Niro last year. Oh, um, um Mescalo, right? Yeah, I guess. Yes, I don't know. But I, I, I'd like yeah, to yeah, see yeah. how like De Niro acts with like like a comedian who's not known for acting. Like mm, how does okay. he play off of him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like uh if you get the right person, like like I said, like De Niro and Eddie Murphy don't work, but like mm-hmm. De Niro and Stiller worked. That's at right. At least in the first one. Like the first Meet the Parents. They they worked because I think they kind of under had an understanding of actor and Ben Stiller before he became Kind of like John C. Riley before he became a comedy centric actor, mm-hmm. he had some dramas under his belt. John C. Riley right. used to be a dramatic actor, then he became a comedian. So I think what like, you, there's a little bit there, you know. What do you think of Ryan Gosling? Because I think he's in that ballpark of can he's reached a point now, and he's enough dramas under his belt, enough comedies under his belt, enough romance under his belt. Uh, coming coming up in his forties, I he's going to take that championship belt for Brad, where I think he's found the right yes. tune where he can do anything and he is, looks just happen to be there too. He's becoming the Brad Pitt. Um, mm-hmm. He's got that movie coming up soon where he's the stunt man. Yeah. Um, he has found that niche. Um, I do. I mean, even though Blade Runner 2049 is my favorite film, uh-huh. um, I he, don't, he's, he's I, acting in that. Yeah. I don't <laughs> he's think trying he's, hard. I don't think it's playing to his greatest strengths. I think. Agree. Yeah. I think that. But I look at like crazy, stupid love more than I look at Barbie like that. He, that's everything yeah. he can ever be. You know, he's so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he's better. That's the tough part. I think you can put him in anything, but I think he's going to mm-hmm. be most successful when he's able to kind of. Um, Ad lib a little bit and yeah. flex his humor. I See, think I've seen a, him ad lib. I've seen Mad Lib in drama too. Like when he's arguing with Michelle Williams for three hours in Blue yeah, Valentine. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. <sighs> he's got. He's got his gift of gab can go negative as easy as it goes positive, and that's hard to do. But I've enjoyed him more as uh, either comedic or 
same humorous yeah. characters than I have his serious mm-hmm. characters. If yeah. that makes sense. I, yeah, he, I, he's, I, he's lacking there. Um, what do you feel about a guy like Sam Rockwell, who almost like the Ryan Reynolds, just gift a gab, can do anything you put him in? Um, is he overtuned or is, is he I think act- he's I think he's a little overtuned like when he yeah. when he got his Oscar I thought that was not the right role for him to get an Oscar I, for same same for I me I thought yeah. he was a little overdone there mm-hmm. um oh speaking of that but okay. we talk about Sam Rockwell real quick but I'll just point out another person that was in that movie also one of my favorite actors that could be in anything with anybody Woody Harrelson but we'll talk that's about a good one second. That, um, that's his natural that, that's cool as a fucking cucumber naturally yeah. as can be he can do anything yeah. like he can literally star with anybody mm-hmm. and anything in any genre um yeah. but no sam rockwell uh it, it depends i think like i i really like when he's a little unhinged like i, I really i mean obviously galaxy quest is his star making role that put him on right. the map I, I know he was in other things like green mile and stuff like that but yeah galaxy quest put him on the map and uh but then i kind of felt like he played that kind of character for a while, which is uh-huh. normal for some actors. I mean, Bradley Cooper was playing the, get a good thing going, right? The heavy, yeah, and then they they start they start reaching out. Um, I I think he's reliable. I don't I don't think he's necessarily. I don't know. I I he's, he's missing uh, yeah. a cut below a couple of these other yep. guys. I mean, I think he's a great. Don't get me wrong. Him and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is more unhinged stuff. Mm-hmm. I really love from I'm, him. I'm a the way way back guy. You know, like that's yeah. a spot for me for him. Yeah. I don't, I can't quite, um, I feel like when he's playing someone sinister or kind of messed up, it's a little too much. Like Green Mile, I think is a little too well, much Sam Rockwell We can me. say Iron Man too as well. We're like, he's, uh, that I'm he, okay he with tune because, it right, you know, that way I'm okay with because he's supposed to be a oh, Robert Downey Jr. wannabe. Ah, good point. And okay. I actually am okay with it because he's trying to be RDJ and obviously mm-hmm. very few people, if anyone, can yeah. be RDJ. So um, I'm actually okay know, with him and Iron Man too. I know I brought up J-Law before. Um, yeah. Who's a female actress that is natural where it doesn't look like they're over trying? I can't say Natalie Portman. I can't um, either. I can't. Because she, she's going... I can't say Hillary Swank either because she actually has been in movies where they've tried to put her. Yeah. She's like one of those actresses that has to be contemporary only kind of like how the opposite Agreed. of Kate Winslet where like Kate Winslet doesn't yeah. look right when it's in a contemporary setting. Right. Right. Period. Hillary yeah. Swank and she is an out. actress. So yeah, I mean, it's I weird. I, I got one like, who I feel like started method and is now loosened to the point that they're not, even though they're still at, or something or? no Meryl Streep. Uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is acting. Don't get me wrong, but right. it's not method. Like she, she's the, she's our Robin Williams. She's that trained yeah, she's one. Where now she's reliable. Denzel. She's has all the tools can do anything you ask her to do. And she'll act her ass off through it. But at the same time, isn't driving people with that shit crazy up the wall and, and overdoing unlike- it. And unlike a Tom Cruise or a Daniel Day-Lewis, like every time I watch Meryl Streep in a movie, I'm never thinking yeah. I'm watching Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm good watching point. the character she's playing. Yeah, like she's, she's that is, good of an actress. Exactly, same good. here. Um, yeah. Man, that's I want to say Emma Stone, but then here comes poor things where like, no, 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 <laughs> she's acting, you know. It's tougher for women because... It is. For female actresses because they're... At first, they've always been... Uh, subjugated to certain roles only, and then there's only a certain part 
like that they could play after a certain yeah. age. They're more limited, yeah, the so it's not their fault. True. It's just harder no. to find natural ones because it is. they either have to be the love interest or yeah. the damsel in distress or I, the, the aging mother or whatever. It's yeah. harder for it's harder to, to pin that down for female actresses because they are always so limited in what they can do. Do you have to go to do you have to go to the ham and anger level where like Kathy Bates? Can do anything. Oh, play yeah, anything. Kathy Bates can do anything. Play with anybody. She can be and, with and Adam Sandler. Can be. Yeah. She can be with Adam Adam Sandler and Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson. She can do right. you know, all that. Um, so who? So who's in that? Who's cut like that? To <laughs> you know what? I mean, and a sidebar note: Adam Sandler mm-hmm. actually can kind of no. act with anybody <laughs> and be with I'm anybody. I'm going to disagree there. <laughs> I'm, not gonna say, I'm not saying good acting, but what I'm saying is, no. is like he can he has a, his bit, and that's he. I you know well, he's trying some dramas, but. I don't, no, what I, don't I mean have enough, is, yeah. what I mean is, is that like when you see him, like in a in a in a movie with Jack Nicholson, and you see him in a movie with his buddies, mm-hmm. and uh, he can, I, I feel like he can kind of fit in with a lot of people because of. Uh, I think his, I, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. his acting skills. I'm saying right. his, his natural, natural his, ability yeah, yeah, to fit yeah. in with okay. anybody. I, yes, I but think he's got a limit where he's you, a limit. Like, if, well, if, like if you put him in like the big short or if you put him in like if you I give think him it'd be a great, uh, the big short actually uh, depends on the part, you know, um, because yeah. people be, say the same thing about yeah. Steve Carell until he actually started doing stuff like that. And I, I think, think Steve Carell is just a better actor than Adam Sandler. Oh, he's the better actor than Adam Sandler. Yeah. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people are putting yeah. the niches. I, I mean, whenever I've seen what got performance. you the spot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once okay. I've seen, I mean, Uncut Gems to me is one of the best acting performances I've ever seen, and it's from him. So I know he has it in. That's him. true. Yeah. Um, but back to the back to the female actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's tough. I, I wrote down Michelle Pfeiffer that even though she's <laughs> as luminous as she is, Michelle Williams, you can put her in anything. Michelle Williams is that person, but oh, she. She is she trying too yeah. hard? Michelle Pfeiffer. No, I don't think hard. Michelle. I see. That's the, the great thing about Michelle Williams is she doesn't. She doesn't try too hard. That's why she can be in anything. She can be that's in a Venom true. movie that's true. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Manchester by the Sea oh, because boy. she good doesn't point. try yeah. too hard. Um, okay, Michelle Pfeiffer. That's a good one. I think, I think just um, like despite her luminous beauty, she could do anything. She could be. Yeah, she can do drama, not, do comedy, she, be unpretty. Yeah, she you know? has a very unique beauty, but. She's one of those beauties too that I don't think is like I've seen women in real life that look like Michelle Pfeiffer, like in terms versus of like, like Angelina Jolie, where it's off the charts, right? Yeah. That's yeah, where it's right. like completely uh, like something you just never see. Like I've yeah. I've, I've met it's women nature like, stuff like Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, where you're just like, wow, they're just really gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she does have that ability where she can play, um, you know, she can play the Southern Belle, the. Mm-hmm. The super poor person, the super rich yeah. person. I mean, she can she can kind of do everything and be believable. So that's a good one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, um, I put her on a list versus somebody like Sandra Bullock or Julie Roberts, where it's the America's sweetheart lead is is the that's that's the lead energy. You know, what about like um, like Gina Davis or something? What do you think yeah, about her? That's is a good she one. Acting too much or is she pretty natural? I think she's pretty natural. Where. Yeah, I don't think she picks great material where she's kind of, you know, yeah. she's, you're kind of shoehorning her into some things that maybe she doesn't fit in. But for the most part, when she's there, she's on. Yeah. Susan Sarandon. That's a person. Uh, yeah, not anywhere, bad. Anywhere. Yeah, like true. Kathy she Bates, can work with, you know. She can work with anybody. Yeah. What do you think about um, 
in terms of like actors that are kind of on the up and up, what do you think about like an Anna de Armas? Do you think she might be able to get to that level? Oh, that's a hard one because like, I feel like she's in the Angelina Jolie school of just so exotically. And this is coming from a guy who loved blonde and thought she took herself as an actress to another level. But like, it's, yeah, it's hard because I think she's the second coming of Angelina Jolie, where it, it's just so radiantly mm. the, the 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 attraction or the 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 good looks and the charisma are just are, are it, you she'll, you'll always have to overcome that. And where I you can't you can't ever make her dirty, you can't ever make her unpretty. Like it, the limitations are because she's just too so garden so good candor. That's one. She she's to me she's the Danish Cage Winslet where period current otherwise that woman can act um and now can she be effortless no probably not but I think she's a calculated trained very good person where that's your next Kate Winslet um I Amy, here some... okay I got one Amy Adams I would say the girl who can do Enchanted to the girl who can do the serious dramas it's her it, it's she makes it easy. I would say, kind of like Russell Crowe, she okay. used to be, but not anymore. I don't think it, she. I, I feel bad because this because she's past forty. You know, like now she's. No, still, I don't yeah. think I don't think it's because of her age. I think it's maybe the material she's picking. But like, yes, okay, I would true. agree that's with fair. you. Like, um, yeah, I would I would agree with you that at one point she was like kind of the every you know she was the next Meryl Streep, and I think mm-hmm. she's kind of falling off that a little bit yeah 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 uh, i'm a just good looking part for her some, I'm just looking i got for a historic name list. i got yeah. a historic name where i feel like it's trained and it's acting but at the same time it was always effortless mm-hmm. philip seymour hoffman who i thought was for a while there the closest we had to rob williams where anything drama mm-hmm. anything comedy he's committed and it's great yeah but i wonder yeah. if he's like by the time he's putting that voice on for capote and losing the weight and like there's probably half method there. He he wasn't the guy who talked yeah. about his methods. He never knew his craft, but he maybe is an actor, actor, probably trying too hard. I don't know. How about Scarlet? Oh, that's, oh, I don't think she can act. <laughs> um, really? I, she, well, that she's, she's with Anna and Angelina where you got it. It's really hard to get past the impossible beauty. And now her choices also have been, which, where she thinks she can do all these other things, and then she gets there, and it's just, it's just Scarlett Johansson. So, hmm. yeah, she's missing what she's missing the edge that Natalie Portman has, or the loosey goosiness that Jennifer Lawrence has. Like, it's just you're just gonna get Scarlett. Um, um, now, about, it, can she Aaron, be? What's well, but can she be like the star version? Can she just find? She's she's like Brad Pitt. She she needs to find the level where. You're hiring Scarlet to get Scarlet, and she's just going to be Scarlet. Um, that girl needs a rom com like nobody's business to about, um, just level her out. Holly Hunter. Yeah, that's a. I, I mean, anywhere, I like, anyone person. I Julianne like that she wants. No, that's an. Her... Never mind. That's an actress. Never mind. Yeah, Julianne Moore does a lot of acting. Um, yeah. Um, that's every fake cry. It's <laughs> Julianne Moore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other ones I'll talk about. Oh, you mm-hmm. know what? You know what? One. Um, we'll do our old school favorite, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. What about, what about uh, Amy Ryan? 
I think she's she can be um like she can be like in um uh, what do you call it Gone Baby Gone to be the trashiest mm-hmm. Boston lady yeah but then can be like you know the little mousy one she can be kind of yeah. uh, tough uh, she, one she, she kind of has that that level who, to her, um, I, I mean you can go to some of her co-stars and other things like Melissa Leo as a chameleon actress probably yeah Melissa Leo um, yeah who yeah. played De Niro's wife we've seen her in a thousand movies in um. We played De Niro's wife in Silver Linings Playbook. Australian lady. Um, uh, I've never seen that, so I don't know. Oh well, shit. Now I, don't, I have to look it up. But um, no, it's um, yeah. I mean, I think television. Well, here's the other thing, and I'll, this is a weird branch for an hour long show, and I'm, I'm probably not trying to open up a new thing, but like um, <laughs> it, it's where where do people get their regular practice and where they kind of come up from? I think is where where a root of some of this goes. Like. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I when I look at my list of people I feel, find to be natural and effortless, they're traditionally trained. I mean, they're legitimately traditionally trained actors, but they're trained and they, but they where they hone their craft is how I see the difference. Like Rob Rob Williams, you know, um, stand up comedy cuts his act a lot. Um, doing some television early in his life and getting regular practice helps him a lot. Denzel Washington came up in television, but then also a ton of theater. Um, Willem Dafoe's done everything. Philip Seymour mm-hmm. Hoffman did theater. Jack Black's just a nut. Um, Jim Carrey did sketch comedy to hone his crafting and find characters. And and then Matt Damon, of course, is an, is an old school guy. Robert Downey Jr.'s had his ups and downs where it's what the people I find to be naturalistic tr- train themselves to be that good. And, um, without having to be method with it, where they went, they went another route, um, and where they got their practice shows a little bit, they earned it. They didn't just were, weren't handed a glorious part and then wrote it to death, you know? Yeah, for sure. And maybe, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at like my, list of like most watched actors ever oh i, mean, I know we're missing on there but i know who we're missing we're missing bill murray i was gonna mention him but i'm i'm but yeah. he's probably at the point now where he plays bill murray i the pro i think the problem with bill murray is after i think lost in translation which i love and i think you should want yeah. to ask her for i think people were like oh he can do that and i think they've kind of um what do you call it uh, uh kind of boxed him into being just that where it's That's kind true. of like that. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know. The dramedy guy. Uh-huh. Woody, well, he's going to pick up a pro time uh, pack in the, in the summer here. So good luck. Woody, Tom Hanks, yeah. um, Keith, David, who I, I think you mm-hmm. put anywhere. Lawrence That's right. Fish, Lawrence Fishburne. To me, like yeah. Liam Neeson is acting. Mm, yeah. You know, that, that's an actor. Um, yeah, Branna definitely acting. Yeah, um, <laughs> big time. Or there's just specialists like 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 Sandler and Murphy. Like you have comedians, you know, and that's that's fine, you know. And and they they're allowed mm-hmm. to go be those guys, but they're that they've got um or even 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 if you get somebody more niche like Bruce Campbell, he's as natural as mm-hmm. can be, but he's now just kind of being the comedian, or he's now just the presence of that. Yeah. I'm sure like six of them will come into our mind when we're done. How about from a natural, not trying too hard? What about a Bruce Willis? Mm-hmm. Or is it uh, um, John no, Goodman? There, no, no, no. Uh, well, Goodman is another one you could fit and anywhere Nager. and do anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bruce Willis, yes, I think 
when he was doing his best work, mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. natural and yeah. whatever. I think he eventually kind of fit into a boxed in mold, just like everybody else does after a while. That's true. That's true. But yeah, some of his best stuff, you know, you're never questioning like, oh, is he acting or not? Like, I, I, like when you watch Die yeah. Hard, when you watch uh, Unbreakable mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or like uh, Moonlighting and, and some of the like, uh, what was the one he did? He got his first attention for it's like down home country or something. I can't remember what it's called. It's got it's uh, like a military vet or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know the movie. I just can't. It's something North Country. It, it's in yeah, that ballpark. Like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, you know he he definitely had a, a a fresh like a fresh natural feel to him. I think he country. eventually Norman Jewish eighty nine. Yeah. yeah, I think he eventually became kind of a caricature, much like Pacino De Niro did, where right. he kind of just even, played the same thing. Even Stallone and Schwarzenegger kind of, and even Liam Neeson now is a character where he's just a yeah. old man, you know, and it's hard because you know, like you get a good thing going, you you take the things that the work gives you and you can turn into a character. Yeah, even I would, Harrison Ford's a character. I hate to say it. But, he is, he's becoming, yeah, he's definitely yeah. becoming that. I mean, like it's still enjoyable. Like I oh, loved very him. Much in so, Mor- very much so. I loved him in Morning Glory because he's just grumpy Harrison Ford. Right. But, but uh, yeah, that's true. I, I think they all eventually become that. You yeah, because they find the, the bread and butter that pays the bills. Like there's Owen Wilson's a doofus for life. Vince Vaughn's a motormouth for life. Will Ferrell's a doofus for life. Uh, yeah, yeah. F- folks like that are just where where and where that where whether or not they choose to challenge themselves, and whether that's uh, Robert De Niro who chooses to challenge himself, although he's in his twilight stage of just okay, fine, he did a Scorsese movie, but let's not forget he did four dumb movies before that. Versus like a John Goodman where. Small parts, no roles too small for a guy like that, and he'll he'll give it his all for three scenes, you know. And it's solid, oh, for sure, so. yeah, yeah. This I'm is sure good stuff. Plenty. Plenty. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think the moral of our story is: actors and actresses find it, be it, find it without instead of be it. You know, like you're lean on your training, lean on your tricks. Like find find it within yourself instead of be it. Like being it's too much; it hurts well, yourself. You know, find here's, it instead here's of be a, it. Here's a great comp for you. I'll, I'll use yeah. music. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of like the most memorable, like guitar riffs or tunes or whatever verses of something like people, like they'll readily admit like, Oh yeah, I was just fucking around on the guitar. Like, uh, like slash. Oh, like yeah. The, yeah. That, that opening to, I think sweet child of mine, he was just like, I was just tuning my guitar and someone said that sounded cool. So now it's like, you know, mm-hmm. the it's song we all know yeah. or like, Someone will like they'll have a huge hit song and they'll be like, dude, to be honest with you, we wrote this in like 15 seconds, like 15 minutes. Like, yeah, we, we just versus the passion together. project that takes years to put together yeah, is the one thing they can do. Yeah. So sometimes you can get your best stuff when you're just improvising or just going for it and not mm-hmm. even trying, I think. Yeah. Is the key, you know, like that's that's the moral of the story, I guess. I guess this is a good show, good stuff. We yeah, like hopefully one. people get insight to us because this is. We bitch complain about this a lot, and this is fun mm. to fun to hash it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right then. Well, folks, uh, we now have merch from shirts to stickers. Find some sweet cinephile hissy fit swag on T Public T E E T Public dot com slash users slash ruminations radio network. Follow us on Twitter at cinephile fit and on Facebook at cinephile hissy fit podcast and Instagram at cinephile fits. Find both of us by name on Letterboxd to check out our film reviews and ratings. We are also on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Thank you so much for your loyal listenership in our tussles and for connecting with us on social media. Cinephile Hizzy Fit is a Ruminations Radio Network podcast sponsored by Film Obsessive. If you enjoyed this show, the Ruminations Radio Network has more excellent programming with stellar hosts and spirited topics. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our show and others on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.